Good morning, friends. I am uh, actually hadn't even thought about doing a podcast this morning. So this is actually, um, you know, something that just popped in my head. I'm sitting out here on the beach this morning. So uh, in my favorite place, uh, out here on Coalina on the rocks, is where I come to talk to God. And I feel like he, he holds me in this place. And although I know he holds me everywhere, uh, this is a very special place. And I'm sharing this space with you this morning. Uh, and today is my birthday, October the 3rd. I, uh, I'm out here and just wanted to spend some time with God. And, and you know, I, and I, as I was sitting out here, I'm thinking, you know, how sometimes we, we get caught up in uh, moments in life where we are focused on Lord, you know, the things that we don't have. And, uh, and then we lose sight of our purpose, what God has purposed us for. And, uh, and, then, and then when we lose sight of our purpose, which normally I, I think our purpose will include, you know, will be around, you know, what our work is for other people, you know, for the kingdom of God, you know, helping others. Because somebody had to help us, right? Somebody had to bring us along. So we have got to abide in the vine and be vessels for so that God can use us. So when you lose sight of your purpose and you start thinking about the things you don't have and what you need, and, and I think it's, it's okay to pray and ask God for those things that you need, but we cannot let that be our goal. We cannot let that be our focus. Why? Because when we lose sight of the purpose that God has for us to, to complete in this life, there is a purpose. There is something that you should be doing for the kingdom of God to abide in the vine, right? And to allow yourself to be used as a vessel. But when we lose sight of that, then, I mean, then really, what are you doing? You're not doing anything else that's going to bring anything, you know, um, that, that's going to be... Uh, bring anything good back to you you know you can go after your goal in life you can do that you can be so focused on what you don't have and you know you know praying and asking God at some point even begging but you're so focused on that thing that you're losing sight of everything else but then what happens when you get that thing what happens when you get that now that is is solely benefiting you not nobody else but it solely benefits you you get it, and then you don't enjoy it. Because why? You've left God out. You left him out. So then sometimes when people reach their highest points in life, they reach their highest goals and achievements in life, they are unable to enjoy those things because they left God out of the process. But now, like, when you focus on what God has for you to do and your purpose in life, when you go that route, then you get everything else. And when you get it, you're able to enjoy it. So, you know, I, I just, you know, my thought this morning was, Lord, what is there to have if, if you're not with it? What is it for us to have if you, if you didn't come along with it? We can't enjoy. We can't have true pleasure in these things in life that you gave us to enjoy, but we can't enjoy those things without you. So I don't want anything in life if, if God is not attached to it. I want to be able to relax and enjoy the things of God. I bet I can't leave my father out of the process. That just, that's
that's no that's a deal breaker for me i tried it and it doesn't feel good it doesn't work because you're satisfied on one side and then you're completely miserable on the other but the things of god is complete and so when we go the route of god when we get lost in his purpose then everything else that we desire finds us. We don't have to find it. It finds us because we've made room for it. So, you know, don't leave God out of your process. Don't be so focused on what you don't have that you lose sight of the purpose, the purpose of God, the purpose that he has for your life. Have a, ask God for a desire to know what your purpose is. And do it with all of your heart and passion. And be quick to doing it. Be open. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here, you know, I, I started a podcast. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing other things that, you know, open myself up. Because, look, my test, without my testimony, then how would people know, you know? I have to open myself up like a book, you know, sometimes. And sometimes that might be uncomfortable. But you know, you gotta be you gotta be real with people. You gotta be open and honest. Because then I can say, hey, yeah, this is what I did and this is what happened in my life. But let me tell you what God did about all that. Let me tell you that God is real and let me tell you prayers work. He does hear our prayers. Cry out to God. You know, when you need help, cry out to him. He's our lifeline. He is there. He's here to help. Y'all, I just, I'm so, you know, I just got through talking to a lady that was walking by and, you know, and I started sharing a little bit of my testimony on how I ended up on this island. And I told her, you know, that every day I, you know, I promised myself when I got out here that I would not become jaded. I always remain thankful and, and, and you know, where I'm at. Everybody doesn't get a chance to, you know, uh, start over in Hawaii, you know. But God saw my heart. Whew. I, I didn't know, you know, and he's not done with me yet. But let me tell you, the first, you know, I was thinking about the first time I said a prayer out here at, at Koalina. <laughs> it was from a broken place. My life was tore up. My shit was tore up. I was, I was kind of, I was like Paul boat was just tore up. I made it to shore on a, on a tore up boat. Pieces. Pieces of a boat. Surviving on pieces. But God is rebuilding my boat here. You know? And I didn't know that I was coming over like this to such a beautiful place. But I made it here on straps. So, you know, sisters, no matter, I'm sorry, I'm just getting so emotional, but because I know how hard life can get. And I know you might be in a broken place right now. I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like for your life to be at a devastating point, just, and you don't understand why. You don't understand why things hit your life. You're a good person. You've been doing good things. And you're trying your hardest in this life. 
thinking everything you know is just stripped away from you. You have to start over. Just, Lord, you know, you're just not supposed to question God because you know that he knows what's best for you. I know what that feels like. And then, you know, people telling you trust God in the process. Trust him, trust him. You know, just trust God. Trust God. He knows what's best for you. He understands. You just got to stay in there. And, you know, you're living this thing. And they don't really get it, you know, because they're they're speaking those words, but they're not in where you, they're not where you're at. It's easy for them to say these things because they're not there. Okay, fast forward. I understand why they told me to stay in the fight. I understand why they told me to trust God because He really does know what you need and what you deserve. I understand some things had to be torn up out of my life and torn and some people had to leave my life. I understand why now. Yeah, everybody can't go where God is taking you, nor can they even handle where God is taking you. And God has rebuilt my life and y'all, he's given me everything that he's promised me. I'm still waiting for him to complete some things in my life, but God is real. And the life that I have now it's so much better than the life I had before. And he's not even done. I look around, you know how God has restored me and the girls over here. We live in such a beautiful place. The place that me and the girls just moved into, I am the only single mother. Everybody else is families. They have husbands and everything to live in the community that I live in. And here I am living over there as a single mother like, like they are, you know, affordability wise. And I'm not alone because I got God as my father. He's my husband right now. He's my everything. And so with him, what, what can I not have? I can live just like you can live at like a family, you know, with your husband and your children and all that. I'm living like that too. And, I, and, I, and I'm like, Lord, how am I living over here? Why, why you got me amongst all these, these families? How can I, you know, be living like this? But you know, I, I I don't even understand it. And I'm living it. And I'm telling you, God is a restorer. And when he wants to give you something, what can, what can you not have? What can you not have? If God wants to give it to me, he'll give it to me. My, my ex-husband, you know, I lost my home, my very first home that I bought. Not because I had to, I actually had a tenant living in the house paying a mortgage for us. But you know, uh, I guess, I don't know, maybe it was animosity or just, you know, during the treatment of, you know, the way he was treating me. He made me, he made us lose the house. He didn't care anything about the house. He knew I did. Neither one of us were living in it. It was a rent house. And um, he didn't care. He just didn't care about anything. And uh, so we had a tenant in the house, you know, paying the mortgage. And uh, the bank wanted us to refinance the house because I had got behind on a few payments because we had had a tenant that broke the lease. And so when I did get a new tenant in there, the bank wanted us to refinance the house, you know, to get us, you know, caught up so that we could keep the house. He just refused to sign paperwork. And that was the only reason we lost the house because he would not sign paperwork. And you know, I, I couldn't refinance the house alone because his name was on it. It was hard for me. I didn't ask him for a dime, didn't need anything from him, but his, his side of paperwork, you know, paperwork. It's hard to lose my house over paperwork. But the spirit in him was, you know, seeking to destroy me. But let me tell you, it doesn't matter 
what plan the enemy has to destroy you. It doesn't work. When God is ready for you to have, you're going to have. I had a friend, uh, well, I have a friend her, uh, that's a real estate agent. She said, you know what? Don't worry about it. Let it go. You'll be able to buy another house in three years. I wasn't going to be, you know, I, it's not like I was in a place to buy a house at that time anyway. So three years sounds, you know, I probably, I might be ready by then. Who knows? But I had, I let it go. When I let it go in my, you know, my mind and just let it go because it was, you know, I was stressing about it and there's nothing I could, I could do about it. I let it go and it, and it freed me in my spirit. Fast forward three years later, which would be this year, I had two banks, um, that was willing to lend me money for a house. So, and and then and, and this is this would be a good year, although uh, <laughs> the the inflation has hit us now, and you know the price of the, of houses and everything has just went up. So, you know, um, I I'm still you know not in that place to buy because of that, but not because of you know it wasn't because of my credit. You know, because when God says. It's time and I can restore you and I'm going to give you, you know, whatever you need and whatever you want, not even based on a credit score because I'm God, right? God does whatever he wants to do and he would do it for us. He would do it for you. And so it doesn't matter what the enemy's plan, God's plan will always override the enemy. So that's why I'm with God. I know it's tough and I know it's hard when you're in the fight. Stay with God. Trust him in the process. It does. It does lead to a better place. Don't jump ship. Survive on the straps of what you have. Don't go trying to get on another ship to survive because that's human nature. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to down you for that. That's human nature. That's a survival tactic, right? We're that we're drowning. I'm looking in, in this, this huge ocean, you know. And if I was out there in the middle of the ocean, I'm going to be grabbing for the most, you know, something straps were floating around. I'm going to be grabbing, you know, for the most sturdiest thing I can to survive. That's just, that's, that's what we do. We would grab for the closest thing we can to survive when we're, when we're drowning. But God wants you to grab for him. He wants you to hold on to him. So, you know, God will provide in, in the deep. He'll provide in your storm. Ask God for eyes so that you may see what you're, what you're grabbing hold to. That is, it, is it of him? Or is it something that, you know, that's only temporal and that's going to lead you to a worse place? Because that's what the enemy does. He'll try to give you something that would survive you for the moment, but it's leading to something worse. You know, worse than where you came from. Because at the end of anything that the enemy has to offer you is death. Whether it's a spiritual death or a physical death. But it never leads to a good place. And it's normally temporary gratification, you know. Because he can't offer everlasting joy and peace. Because that's not who he is. He, he can't offer you anything good because he's not good. God is good. God is peace. God is joy. He's the water that, that ever flows. That you would thirst no more. That's God. And there's nobody that's going to fill his shoes. There's nobody ever going to take his place. He is God. He is the great I am. So, you know, wherever you are, you know, I'm, I'm talking to you. This is me 
I've been there. I'm not talking to you from a place that I haven't been. I know we're in a fight for our lives today. And I'm not telling you that I'm in a place where I've made it. The enemy fights me every day, every day. He fights me for my peace. But you gotta protect your peace and you gotta know the word of God and you gotta know the promises of God. Now I know he didn't bring me this far to leave me. He, God loves me, he loves you. He's gonna protect you, he's right here for you. And he wants you to grab a hold of his hand and, and that allow him to lead you to him is the safety of his arms under the shadows of his wings. Peace. The word tells us peace that he lives with us. Not as the world gives it, but as I do. And, you know, there's, I mean, boy, do we need God's peace today, right? We need his peace. We need his joy. We need his love. We need to know that he's here for us and never leaving us. Um, you know, I, I, I just wanted to come on here to encourage somebody. Walk with God. Stay with God. Survive on the straps. God's got you. You know, don't quit. Whatever you do, just don't quit. What I've learned about life, and what I know you've probably learned about it too, is that it always changes. So all you need to do is survive the moment. All you need to do is survive the season. It's going to change. It's not going to always be like that. It wasn't for me and it's not for you and it never has been. Life always changes. And don't and, and you tell the enemy when he tries to come and tell you, oh, yeah, things are gonna get worse. Because he he's never gonna tell you things are gonna get better. That's never the word of God that's coming to you telling you that things are gonna get worse. You know it's the enemy. So you can just say, enemy, I know you're a liar. The truth is not in you. God would never come and tell me things are, are never gonna get better. <laughs> you know, because God is better. Things are going to get better. So you tell the enemy that he's a liar when he comes to you. Things are, and it doesn't matter what what it's been like for the last, you know, two years, whatever. It's going to get. Things are going to get better. God loves you. Hold on to His word and uh, keep moving forward. I love you. Thank you for listening to my podcast, and please share it with anyone that you feel that could be encouraged by this. I'm not. Um, you know, um, it's not, it's not about the numbers of sharing for me. It's not about the number of people that listen. I, I love to see when a lot of people are listening, but I just, if it, if it, if it hits you and if it encourages you, whether that be two or three people, I've done a good job. I feel good about that. So, but just share it, you know, with, with others that you feel that can be encouraged by this word that's you know, maybe feeling down. I just want people to know that they're not alone. We are in this together. God loves us. And I want, I'm holding your hand through this life. Thank you for holding mine as well. God bless you. Aloha.